superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Brock Purdy. They have a chance to game plan for them out for the next game. And how about this? Brock Purdy's first career start will be against Tom Brady. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Purdy back. Pumps. Now going to throw for the end zone. Wide open. Brandon IU. Touchdown! Today's guests. Two-time Super Bowl champion and host of the Greenlight Podcast, Chris Long. Plus, your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number two of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Um, and we're going to take your phone calls uh, shortly on this program. Uh, we've got Chris Long, our usual Monday guest, the two-time Super Bowl champ, to chop it up with him. The It being the weekend in sports. Um, certainly in the NFL, uh, he will be joining us in hour number three of this program. And overreaction Mondays when Chris Brockman gives me all sorts of uh, items to overreact to from the weekend. Narratives. You're a, you're a narrative generating machine for overreaction Monday. Like last week, I said the Dolphins were only going to win one of their final five games. And you guys laughed at me. It's because they played six more. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, they had five games left last week. Oh, okay. And I said they would go one and four and you guys laughed. Now I don't think I laughed. I did. Because they were I didn't remember him I might that. be wrong. Well, sometimes your overreactions are are are, uh, are targeted. That's the name of the segment. Good to see you over there, Mike Del Tufo. How you doing? Are you <laughs> awake over there? Are you yeah, sending birthday wishes to I'm Bob just, Barker? I'm hanging out. Did you tweet Bob Barker? Did you tweet him? Bob Barker. Come on. Bob I'll Barker does Bob not Barker. have Twitter. He doesn't have Twitter. <laughs> He's 99. He's definitely not. Do you want to live to be 99? Yes. I do. Yep. Yep. Sure do. Okay. Good to see you over to T.J. Jefferson. How are you? I'm great. You know, you guys mentioned that um, Herbert passed to Mike Williams. There was another one that he threw, the Keenan Allen. Oh, yes. Where he put that ball in a spot, yeah, and then they, they both turned and pointed at yeah, each they, other. Yeah, they like, gave each other you, the you, the like, man I point. I can't believe you threw that. They gave each other the you, like, the whoa, man you point. Whoa, you threw it. Whoa, I caught it. I know. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. Uh, also, over the weekend, watched the, um, the, final, the quarterfinals of the oh. World Cup. Exciting soccer Saturday, man. Dude. Yeah, it was. Harry Kane is going to be Kane thinking about that for the rest it. of his life. I mean, that was a clear foul. And they, it was the 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 ref who uh, should never go to uh, England at all. Uh, <laughs> they are very very angry with him. Oh yeah. Uh, he should just stay on the other side of the tunnel, I guess. And um, and it was a clear foul. Had gave gave England the a well deserved penalty kick, and Harry Kane didn't even put it on the frame. With seven minutes left. And he, he had one earlier in the match. He did. The, an equalizer. And he went to the same spot. He was going top left. And the goalie kind of made the move. And he was like, oh, I got to go a little higher. Missed it. Airmail. All he had to do is he clearly isn't taking this program. Right down, down the middle. Down the middle. People. Down the middle. Down the middle. That's it. Down the middle. Down the middle works every time. Also, uh, a bad, a bad, bad um, quarterfinal for those who, uh, who speak Portuguese. Uh, Portugal. Brazil. That's the through line right there. 
Yeah. So Morocco's taking on France, right? <sighs> Morocco, amazing. Yeah, Morocco. There's, First African country to ever make it this there's far. There's a little bit of colonialism at this, too, right? Didn't the French, or uh, wasn't that, uh, isn't it French Morocco? Isn't that, I don't know, see, right? Did the French... I don't know. I, I missed that part of the uh, the, Cros- the Hope Crosby on the road to Morocco. I don't think that's what it was about. <laughs> you guys see the Moroccan um, fans just take over Times Square after that game? Yeah. It was unbelievable. It's great. Also, yes, colonialism. The there French conquest of Morocco began in 1907 well, and go. continued until 1934, Mike. There you go. See, Brock. The, these World Cup fans, man, are so it, passionate. I love it. It's awesome. It's amazing. Like I By wish, way, I wish we cared as much. Like we love see football. the fans in the. Well, I mean, but people what about crying. The, well, the Cowboys fans were crying last year in the playoffs. That was a whole different situation, though, man. What? Like, that's an that's, that's an unnecessary strain. No, it's not. I mean, it really was a famous <laughs> crying <laughs> fan that you can remember in the last year in America. That that poor woman who they. They shot her crying over the the loss to you San know, Francisco. I'm trying to like give the World Cup fans love, and he's trying What's to wrong? like he's trying to like no, you know, I'm not. I'm talking Cowboys facts. But the, the Cowboys had nothing to do with it. You just pulled a Del Tufo right now. You, you brought something up. Do what we were talking that was about. the Michigan man crying. That was a bad one. Was yeah, that? the Michigan kid was pretty famous. Yeah. What from San- no, he wasn't crying. He just he was the Michigan shocked. State game. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> that guy's pretty. You're happy yeah. now, but. Oh, no, I was very unhappy at that night, but yeah. I'm very happy now. Happy Michigan now. State is not even going to a bowl game, not even yeah. bowl eligible. Yeah, uh, we were unhappy yeah. on Friday, the three of us. Why? Because you, oh, you should done what I said. Because no, you not. were wrong, Mike. We had a great bet going. Yeah. We had a nice oh, single game. We had a single game parlay. Whatever. We, we just, were sad. We just needed Argentina, Croatia, and then Morocco, France. By the way, next two days we'll be on the air during those games. Right. So, on Wednesday. so if you want to follow the game, um, tune in to the Rich Eisen Show <laughs> on the Roku channel. And we're here. And are you here? Because you, you have to be rich here. You have to be. All week, baby. Great. Excellent. All because week. because we need you. Because it's you are the time. Rich I mean, Eisen Show extra time I'm pretty good. expert. I mean, I. Stoppage time qualified. expert. Okay. I've gone to school. You for know, it. you know. I've taken classes online. Because that's the one yeah. aspect. That's, this is the that one question. aspect of 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 soccer, football. Football. I I still can't get around because we can't, as American sports fans, NFL, we assume loving sports fans, we cannot look at these flopping World Cup players and say weak, soft, when. We're now seeing NFL teams being fined for flopping themselves to make sure that you know they're not going to get flagged for too many men on the field. Like or that of, hit on Herbert last night that was just a regular normal sack. We're there. getting to that. Oh. Jesus. We're getting to that. Okay, so we can't sit here and – but we do know last night when the Dolphins were down 10, we do know – Again, perfect example. When Baker Mayfield was trying to come back on the Raiders and Brady on the Saints a few days before that, we knew how much time was left in the contest. (laughs) Yes. I I still can't figure out, like, total arbitrary. Like, there's one dude standing there. It's his job. Who we're all upset about his adjudication of the match. (laughs) Sometimes it's a yellow. Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes it's play on. But his hair is still perfect because the pomade is incredible. Perfect. (laughs) That person is just like, eh, probably 90 more seconds left. You know what? I'll let this set piece go. After that, i got to blow the whistle on you. Like, seriously. <laughs> England and France really? had 10 minutes of extra time. Uh, you know what? That's because, you know what? I was looking at it. 10 in, minutes. Eh, that was great. Ish. 
ish, 10 ish. Because right before the 10, if there's a corner kick, got to let you have that. that. I'm not going to blow the game right here when you got a set piece opportunity. I'm going to let you have You can have your set piece, and then I got to blow the whistle on you. It's sort of like Goodfellas. Now I got to turn my back on you. Here's your money. Here's your set piece. It may not be be as much as you want, but now I got to turn my back on you. That's the way it is. And it's just, I can't, I can't, I can't wrap my arms around that. Can't wrap that. Now I've got to turn my back. That's it. That's it. <laughs> they always let the play go down. The, the, that's what the funniest part. Is it well, let it go. I'll let it go, they but the, the, after that, it's too much. Then i got to stop you. All right, let's go to the phone lines here on the Rich Eisen Show. All rise. Terzo in Iowa is first in, first up, as always, on this Monday program. What's up, Terzo? <laughs> What's up, guys, man? I don't get the extra time either, Rich. You know, I love watching soccer, especially World Cup, but yeah. the arbitration the arbitration of that by the ref is it's just ridiculous. Yeah, ish. Yeah, I think you got – I know you've been waiting four years for this opportunity, but you, you got one to maybe three minutes left. I, I, I'll, I'll let you know when I know. You know, honestly, it's – it's kind of – I know the entire country is on the edge of their seat and the whole world is watching, but – Two to four minutes, maybe five, maybe. I'll let you know. It's just like, okay, we taking, we were, really? We were taking bets at Carl's on, on the over-unders on how long it would be. What's you got on your mind, Terzo? Oh, man, it was it was fun watching Brock Purdy yesterday. I had a lot of Iowa State fans actually rooting with me, so that's a, kind of one of the first times I've, I've had more than just myself rooting for the Niners. Um, it was tough watching Debo get hurt. It seems like every week I'm kind of having to hold my breath. Uh, for these injuries, man, it just seems like we're losing good player after good player each week, and it's it's getting hard to watch. You know what? I I don't know how many more carts they can uh, they can handle. Um, although it does appear the good news about Debo, it's the dreaded high ankle sprain. That's a four to six weeker. It's five weeks until their first playoff game. Maybe we see him back. But uh, I'll tell you what, that cart better not come for Purdy because as much as I've always enjoyed watching Josh Johnson come in off the bench. That guy is um, that that guy may be waiting for his greatest opportunity. Maybe that's the story. It's not Mister Irrelevant, if you will. It's it's a guy who's played for twenty thousand teams in three different leagues, having his Super Bowl shot. Maybe that's it. But I I would proper to say you don't want to see it. You know. I think he's been on. I think he's been on the Forty ers three times now. Unbelievable, Terzo. Thanks for the call. At least you got a team that looks really good. Otherwise. I got a. I have a rule change proposal for soccer. No, for the NFL. <laughs> okay. So for much, so- much like soccer, what if you know if you get the ball back? Yeah. And with a chance to tie, they just let you play out the drive. Like we we yeah. turn the clock off, and you just got to play your drive until maybe you score. Nah, I hate it. That's essentially what soccer wow. does. How about this? How about this though? How about this? Because it's terrible. How about we fix soccer? Arias Consulting. Here we go. I got it. Does soccer need fixed? Yes, it does. Okay. Because everybody thinks it is fixed. See, it doesn't need to Because honestly, it's just like, I know you've been waiting your entire lifetime, players. I know countries, you've been waiting four years for this opportunity, but you got two, maybe four minutes left. I'll let you know. There's an easy fix. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. I'll wave it off when it's time. Unless, right before it's time, about to wave it off, there's a, a, a foul or there's a, a, a corner, I'll let that go. And then I'll blow the whistle. It's just totally arbitrary. Here's how it works. No, no, I no, got no. it, Mike. No. Please. 
It's called RES Consulting. It's not called MDT Consulting. I'm Let me have MDT? it. No, well, right. I, I know you're the extra time expert. How yes. about this? When there is a guy down, and that's when the extra time starts to accrue, or this whole business, the VAR, extra time's being used, the carding off, the, you know, the, 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 the guy gets uh, stretchered off. It's when the uh, ref determines that there is now extra time that's going to be needed, he points at a designated extra time individual like you, Mike. Yes. Okay. Has a hand on a... You know, not a hand on a stopwatch. We need to see it. There's yeah, a, it there's, there is a display. Yes. That runs, that starts running up one, two, three seconds, 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Did. And then when it's time to play yeah. on again, it stops. So everybody knows throughout the entire half how much extra time is being accrued. And then when it's time for the extra time to start, you count it down. You count it down, and everybody knows how much time is left, and it's, and it's stopped. You stop it when somebody's pulling some sort of garbage. So you know how much time is left. Done. <laughs> You're welcome. Done. FIFA. You're welcome. <laughs> I am FIFA. I am soccer fans. That guy, I am timers. Okay. <laughs> Come on, you get another sponsor for your for your, that sponsors the extra yeah. time. Much so it counts up throughout the half, and then it counts down when it's time to start it. Your thoughts? I think I it's like the greatest. It. I actually like that. Greatest invention they since the spray, the, since the foam spray, the disappearing foam spray, the, the disappearing foam the spray. spray. Yeah, yeah, like the that. DFS I disappearing like, foam spray. They haven't used a lot of the actual, like, that You're injury spray. You're welcome. RES, we're, you, by the way, if this the gets adopted, spray. you know what that means? RES Consulting International. Oh, yeah. <laughs> An international conglomerate. Can I move to the And uh, we can, can literally I... just, like, bill FIFA for whatever, you know? Because oh, yeah. they're on the That's take, right. so, like, totally, we can just, like, totally, we can totally we'll charge. We'll charge. Yeah. We'll yeah. Like, extra time. Hey, what else you need? What else you want? You want a car? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want a car. Courtesy car? I want a courtesy car. I Maybe a house somewhere. I just want one of those soccer Airbnb. ball cars. That they put the ball oh, in. yes. I really want one of those. Just oh, the little ones? Yeah, that drive the little ball little out. Little ones. They don't use those for the World Cup, though. <laughs> <laughs> you want a little ball card, huh? <laughs> this is your World Cup analysis. Jimmy in San Antonio. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, What's up, Jimmy? What's up, Jimmy? Hey, hola, muchacho. <laughs> a little early in the week for y'all to be drinking. What is going on with this World Cup, you guys? What? You're you're so far off about it. Ref Consulting International is the FTX of crypto. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what? Oh, Jimmy. What do you got, Jimmy? What? Jimmy, we already have a Jimmy. The idea is barely off here, the ground man. here. Barely off the ground. I'm feeling good about it. I, okay, I know, and you felt good about the Miami Giannis thing, but listen. To that. <laughs> wow, that was three it's years ago, Jimmy. You get time off when a goal is scored. Yeah. Time off when someone's injured. Time yeah. off for substitution. Yes. And it just adds up, and it's usually about three to five minutes. See, no, no, but we can't have usually, usually about. about. That's no, the, we that's need the to problem. know exactly to about. the second how much is left. Rich, you got about ten seconds, or you got about three seconds. Yeah. In some ring. All this sport and the most popular sport in the world does not need fixing. Sure it does. Y'all just need to get used to it and watch it more. How can I get used to a clock just, that isn't I, right? Come on, I've know. mixed probably less 
25, 30 soccer matches. Jim, he's mixed They're a lot. arbitrary. I'm telling It's nuts, the extra time. He can't it's handle it. It's literally spinning a wheel, Jimmy. It's difficult for him even to mix it. Yeah. That's how upset like, he I'm gets. I'm like, I want to go to the bathroom. I'm like, done. The match he is over. He can't even go to the bathroom, bathroom when he's mixing. I'm waiting. It could Jimmy, be 10 minutes. Jimmy, minutes. can't the mixer go to the can? <laughs> exactly. And then also, Jimmy, I'm trying to like record this, and the DVR goes, add extra time. Do yeah. I add half 15 minutes? Do I add half an hour? Yeah. How much extra time? An hour, I guess? Come on, Jimmy. These first world problems, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate Jimmy. it. Jimmy! <laughs> Pour one out, Jimmy. <laughs> I like it's Jimmy, man. I love Jimmy, but I think Jimmy's wrong. We're on the right side yes. of this. He's not on the... This is the way it's been done since Braveheart first blew up a ball. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, they, we can we can improve things here. Back then, they used to keep the time by the sun. That's right. Yeah. So they, even, they, That's they right. didn't have a clock. That's right. And when Longshank said it was over, it was over. <laughs> <laughs> For many. All right. In more ways than one. <laughs> hold? What do you hold? mean hold? I got a corner. <laughs> oh, okay. I have to hold. It's a breakaway. <laughs> yeah, the R. corner. R.I.P. William Wallace. Okay. R.I.P. William Wallace. Spoiler alert. Well, I, mean, I got a corner. It's been, it's been several centuries. Like 400 years. Okay. He's been dead. <laughs> Let's take a break here. Overreaction Monday. Overreaction Monday. We're fixing soccer, people. <laughs> Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We just showed you how T.J. Jefferson nailed his fantasy advice for you. You want to talk about unlocking potential? How about this? There's a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van. Hey. That, is the, that, is the, that is the 
version on four wheels of TJ Jefferson giving you fantasy advice. Oh, man, that's greatness, Whoa. then. Uh, Indeed. Uh, rise up. Uh, Each and every Sprinter van is built, designed, and equipped to make sure that you be your own boss and do your own thing and steer your own success and blaze your own trail, just like you with your fantasy advice. <laughs> I love it. You can follow your own passions and reawaken that spirit of adventure and check all those big, bold, and fun and exciting experiences right off your bucket list because owning a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van lets you live and play out your dreams no matter how far off the beaten path they're going to take you. There's 16 body types. You have a choice between a gas or a diesel engine. Thousands of ways to customize. It's now available in an all-wheel drive. A Sprinter van is capable and versatile enough to help you drive your ambitions wherever you want to take them. So now's the time to discover what it is that moves you most. Don't wait. Unlock your potential inside a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. On one hand, where I give you uh, what you're looking for, which is an attaboy, TJ. <laughs> your Dallas go. Cowboys yesterday, There's, man. There's always something, man. Your <laughs> Dallas Cowboys yesterday showed up and said, we've got nine wins. We deserve a tenth. That's the way they played yesterday. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. That's exactly how they showed up against the Houston Texans yesterday. Pretty much. Okay? We just took the Indianapolis Colts apart in the third quarter alone. That does it, we, Do we even have to play today? We should just give us the tenth win. Yeah, why wouldn't you feel That's that way? That's the way they played, man. They muffed a punt up 7 nothing, and then the roof caved in. Mm-hmm. And you, sir, as a Dallas Cowboy fan, are lucky that they somehow, someway, on a five-yard line, with three up three with mere minutes to go, didn't pop one in. That's one way to look at it. But okay. Dak did it. Dak did it. Dak went the whole length of the field. And Zeke scored it. One way is to but, look. But, man, that's exactly what that game of what the Cowboys put on the field at home against a one-win team that was swapping out quarterbacks, right? Isn't that the phrase that if you've got two quarterbacks in the NFL, you've got none? We're sitting there watching this game yesterday at the NFL Network. We're like, boy, Davis Mills can move. And then somebody in the room goes, that was Jeff Driscoll. Yeah, I was confused. Wow, Driscoll could really sling it. No, that was that was Davis Mills. Really? I will say this. What that- the hell was hey, – hold on a second. One yeah. last thing. Sorry. Uh, NFL Network researcher – uh, it's he's it's a Dante's Inferno. Dante comes up with all of these great phrases, mm-hmm. and and and, uh, and that's his name. And phrase Inferno is his last name. Oh. Yes, uh, <laughs> Dante. But he 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 said yesterday in the middle of our our um, our hangout mm-hmm. yesterday um, that Amari Rogers had more receiving yards yesterday with Driscoll and with Davis Mills, both of them. He had more receiving yards with both of them more than in any game he ever had with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Dude, the way that they were playing yesterday is exactly why people think that no matter how the Cowboys look in this regular season, when it comes to the playoffs, they are going to blow it. Okay. Now, that was the same answer Josh Allen got, gave yesterday when he was asked by a reporter. Well, you know, something along the lines of like the offense isn't really clicking on all cylinders. It just doesn't look like it's it's working very well. He goes, okay. Okay. Like, what's your question? I'm telling you, yesterday is exactly why everybody's wondering what ticks inside a Dallas Cowboy that makes them follow up the complete dismantling of a lesser opponent with an even lesser opponent than their lesser opponent they dismantled, and they almost lose that game. How the hell does that happen? Fact. Especially when Pollard scores twice. 
okay? And Zeke scores once. How the hell does that happen? How do they just sit back there and be picked apart by Jeff Driscoll and Davis Mills and Amari Rodgers? Come on, man. You kind of left Chris Moore out. He's the one I know. Who, he's the one who had the big day. Not Amari, necessarily. I appreciate you saying that. But here's one way to look at it, right? Yeah, you can say that, like, yeah, we barely beat a, a, a one-win team, which, by the way, that did not look like a one-win team yesterday, the way Against, they were playing. Because of the way you were playing. But here's the other thing. like, And you know I always say this about fa- Facebook. I say you go on Facebook and you have an on-this-day thing, and I told you, like, how many years that I've had something negative to say about the Cowboys, right? The fact of the matter is, in years gone past, that was a game that the Cowboys would have lost that game, right? To me, I want to look at the positive. Look at what the defense did. Those guys could have just wrapped it up. They could have sent it in. They made incredible defensive plays, and then they still had to go 98 yards to win the True. game. And then you look so at we, the standings. And, 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 and by the way, you don't get no extra credit it. points by who you beat or how you beat them. It's like, did you get the win? To get that win, this team would have lost this game in years past. It wouldn't even have been a thing. And for them I, to come back and win this yes. game, have a big defensive shut down on this team who was at the goal line, we shouldn't have won that game. But the defense came up. Tank Lawrence came up. Michael Parsons didn't have his best game. With yep. 98 yards, I, we I, won the game. I so totally that, that's I, what, it. Everything you just said is 100% spot on. So no you can, doubt. we can nitpick and go, well, they didn't do this right. I mean, we're telling lost, you. We lost their left ta- we lost their the, tackle. Okay. TJ, but, like you're you're you have every right as a cowboy fan to push back in the manner in which you've said it done, and you are absolutely right in everything that you just said. Fact of the matter is, you know, you know the what the way that this season ended, with the the way the last twenty five seasons have ended. You know. Yeah, we would have lost this and game. This, and I said this <laughs> to Michael Irvin yesterday on game day morning that this is the first time in the 11 plus years that I've done this show with him that I truly do believe this Dallas Cowboys team offense defense special teams has what it takes to actually win the Super Bowl in that year not only because of how good they are but nobody else is totally running away with it Mm -hmm. and they have now two games coming up for them to shut everyone up who is going to be just yip yappering as much as they Rightfully should, too. Sure. Coming off of that yesterday, they got two games. One against Jacksonville. Okay. Played great yesterday. They sure did. And Doug Peterson, Peterson knows what it's like to go against this team and beat them. He knows how to beat the Dallas Cowboys. He different, knows what to do. Different team. But, Understood. Yeah. Different team. But he's... He didn't have to deal with number 11. It's not think. his first rodeo against the Dallas Cowboys as, say, would have been Urban Meyer... Okay, so you got that one mm-hmm. where everybody's talking up the Jaguars and there's going to be a lot of trap game talk. I mean, you want to hear those two words, trap game. The two words you're going to be hearing a lot this week are Brock Purdy and trap game. <laughs> True. This you're, is a trap game. You're right about that. Brock sure. Purdy leading up to that Thursday night in Seattle and Dallas going against Jacksonville before they take on Philadelphia at home. These next two games can just basically say that Houston thing was an outlier. Everyone has them. That was ours. And we won it. But. There's no but. Oh, okay. There's no but. I felt like you were butting there. There's no but. You guys won. Your team won. That's it. And they showed up thinking they should have gotten that win without playing. That's the way they played. And it gives a lot of people pause. Like, how do you dismantle the Colts 
and not say, we're going to do the same thing to this team right here and instead make mistakes everywhere and look like they were sleepwalking in the exact same way that they were against San Francisco last year in the playoffs. Head in the clouds. How much time's left? What do we got to do? We got to give the ball to who? Well, this is the soccer. Sort of stuff. We know how much time. No, left. I know. I know. I know. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. It's a Monday, folks. It's a Monday. It's about that time. It is indeed. <laughs> wow, Brockman going Lizzo on us. <laughs> Hit it. <laughs> that was terrible. That was crap. That was garbage. This place sucks. Overreaction Mondays. All right. It's, it, I guess if it's time to start, it must be thick 30. Go for it. Hey. Hey. It is. Hey. It is. Look what time it is. It is. You started the show with it, Rich, so let's just go there. Um, my man, Brock Purdy. My yes. man's in them. 49ers starting quarterback in 2023. I said it in the crystal ball, didn't I? Well, you said if they win the Super Bowl. I'm yeah. just coming out and saying it. Oh, right, right now. now it's an overreaction, sure. Right now it is, but what he looks like is somebody who's been there forever. He's been there. That's what he looks like. I mean, somebody who's getting first team reps for one whole week for the first time, period, for him? I mean, do you think he got first-team reps at all during training camp? With, no. With, no. Absolutely not. I mean, <laughs> not all week. But Fred Warner, you know, pointed out that yeah, he, he was very played against the number one defense every week every on scout week. team. So that, that helped. You know, prepared him, right? I don't know. This is truly set up to be one of the greatest NFL stories ever. It is. The first uh, Mr. Irrelevant to ever start a game. I don't, I don't, look, and you know I love the Mr. Irrelevant group and people. I've known them for a very long time. It was born by uh, out of uh, the mind of a fellow named Paul Salato who played in the NFL and wanted to honor the last pick in the draft with the term Mr. Irrelevant and give them a parade and a banquet. Something called the Lozman Trophy because it's the opposite of the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> but Brock Purdy might just... Um, mothball the whole concept like calling this guy a Mr. Irrelevant is he's the most relevant version of it ever he's the only quarterback to beat Tom Brady in his first career start but to call him next year's starter already is an overreaction right now all right what do you got uh based on last night's game and I kind of hinted at this last week but the Dolphins are going to miss the playoffs that's an overreaction too Take a look at the um, AFC standings right now. You would have to have them uh, win only one more time or essentially lose out. And you said last week that the Dolphins are going to only win one of their last five games. I just find that hard to believe. I think they're way too damn talented. They, they, they clearly can't be in a two-team race for one last spot. They can't be having all the chairs removed with one last spot and and have them dance around that chair with the Chargers now. And if they do lose to the Jets, they would get swept in the season series by the Jets. That would be a problem for them. And those are the teams that are right below them in the playoff standings, and they've already beaten the Patriots back in week one, so that's a good thing for them. I mean, they they got a game up uh, on the on everyone else for the second-to-last spot right now. They would have to fall off a cliff and have the Chargers and the Jets and the Patriots all be in there in a big mosh pit for two spots. I, I just don't I don't feel it right now. I see the Dolphins making it. Mm. I'd say it's an overreaction to say they're absolutely not making it right now. Let's say the Chargers are in, and it's between Miami, the Jets, Pats, and Jaguars. Who do you have the most confidence well, in? Well, obviously, 
I mean, the team with the best defense out of all of them is the Jets. That's true. If Quinn and Williams doesn't hobble off in the middle of the wintry mix of a game that they need him in desperately to and then sweep Mike, somebody. And Mike White day-to-day right now. What else, Chris? With injuries. All right. Uh, we kind of like this team. They're super fun. We love Man Campbell. The Lions are going to make the playoffs. It's still too – like, if they had won Thanksgiving, they're only lost in the last, what, five? That was huge. They had I mean, right they there. had the Bills right where they want them. Yeah, but they're six and seven. The Seahawks are kind of a sinking ship. And the how much confidence do you really have in the Giants and Commanders? Well, the Giants and the Commanders play each other on Sunday night, and I would say that you know someone's going to lose that game, but they've already tied. <laughs> um, what if they tied again? Uh, that then they would have two ties. How's that? <laughs> I don't even know what the math would be like. I think two ties equals because one win, la- right? equals a win or so. a loss. They cancel each other out? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. The Seahawks are suddenly falling fast. They can't the stop. The Lions make defense. the playoffs. You can't say they can't. They're they're in it. They're better than the Giants now. Kornacki was doing the whole, like, uh, you know, vision board, Mike, mm-hmm. with all the percentages oh. and stuff. So I didn't see what the Lions were. I feel like they were about 14% or something like that. No, they were 21%. Oh, they were? I saw okay. that last night. He, okay. he said they tripled. Their chances, they were 7% making the playoffs going into yesterday, now 21%. Okay. What uh, else you got over there, Chris? Why not? Uh, what else? Lions. Okay, uh, we just kind of mentioned it, but let's just hit on it again. The Cowboys losing to whoever wins the NFC South. We can't safely say it's the Bucks now. Just feels like inevitable in the playoffs, right? <laughs> it just feels inevitable. DJ. They're going to be big favorites. Okay, they're going to go into Tampa or Carolina, and they're going to be touchdown-plus favorites, and they're just going to do what they did yesterday. And then, like, like Sam Darnold is going to hit DJ Moore for, like, a 38-yard touchdown. What if DJ Moore didn't take his helmet off in that loss to the Falcons? Oh, jeez. Well, then they would be in first place right now. That's an overreaction. I think the Cowboys are a much better team than anybody in that division, and it'll be uh, nail-biting time. I mean, what are the odds that the Cowboys are put their fans in a rocking chair on that day and just own it from the start? Which I'll, I'll, I'll say that's an overreaction and then ask you, which NFC South team do you have the best confidence in to, to make your prophecy come true? Oh, well, Rich, here we go. Let's just go to our next overreaction because <laughs> yes. the winner, week 17. I'm looking into the crystal ball, and I'm looking ahead to oh. week 17. Yes, sir. Winner of Bucks panthers in week 17 is going to win the South. Uh, I think so. I think you're right. What do you think, Atlanta with Desmond Ritter is going to come out? Eh, probably Maybe. Not. I don't know. Maybe. If Brock Purdy's Maybe. doing it, if Maybe. Brock Purdy's doing it, Desmond Ritter sure can. But I'll just say here. I mean, the NFC South is just hot garbage. Uh, yeah, Bucks are taking on Cincinnati Panthers against Pittsburgh. I mean, is that a dare I say winnable game right there for them? Yeah, they favored. They're gonna be favored over the. I mean, Trubisky uh, was throwing interceptions all over the Ravens side of the field. I mean, the, the Steelers could have won that game going away yesterday. Yeah, yeah, Carol- as Oregon's Anthony yeah. Brown showed up in that game. Carolina's a two and a half point favorite over Pittsburgh. Jeez. So I think you're right. Week 17, that's it. Sam Darnold. Week 17. Revenge game against Tom Brady. I don't know why. What if Carolina sweeps him? That's it. Steve Wilkes could be the inter- like another interim coach of the year, like Bruce Arians was. <laughs> what else, Chris? Panthers. All right, our last one. Kind of light this week. 
Uh, I, I can't get enough of the Eagles, and I can't get enough of Jalen Hurts. I feel like they are a lock to win the NFC and go to the Super Bowl. I can't call them a lock to win the NFC. I just can't. How do you stop that offense? I don't know. Somebody's Miles gonna, Sanders looks like the Washington Commanders showed how to do it, didn't they? Didn't like the Washington Dorsett, Washington Commanders showed how to do it? When, when when a game like that happens, the Washington Commanders game happens, or the Indianapolis Colts game happens, and it's in any given Sunday proposition, are you likely to be correct? But to, to proclaim it right now, entering Week 15, I can't do it. I just can't, and I won't. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Uh, you never know. His team catches any sort of fire. And can I, I? I can't sit here and say it. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles are dominant. They look dominant. They could beat you with 400 yards passing, beat you with 400 yards rushing, and their quarterback could be the one who provides both. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I, I can't sit here and say anything other than they are the favorite in the NFC, if not the entire NFL. We can have an argument about that. Their next game, Philadelphia. How about this at Chicago? I mean. They come off a bye, the the Bears, and shock them? Would that shock you if Justin Fields plays one of the games of his life? Yes, it would absolutely shock you. Come on, man. Come on. What do you mean, come on, man? You say it's not. The Eagles are averaging almost 45 points a game the last three weeks. I get it. I get it. I'm not ready also, to do it Also, yet. just like mad shout out to Philly and, and what Nick Sirianni done and Joe Hunter. Yes. The hype train heading into this season for Philly was pretty Pretty hot, pretty pretty running fast, uh, yeah. and they've all, really we, lived up to all of that we, expectation. We all picked the Eagles to win the division, except TJ. Really, they've really lived up to it. Did you pick Philly to win the division? Yeah, you were on. You were. I think you were on vacation. Well, you. So we had a guest host. We had a guest host. Oh, you picked Philly to win the division. Well, I said that they were going to be the top ten teams in the league, and I left Dallas out, suggesting that. Who did you have winning the NFC East? Philly. Okay, very good. So then we yeah. all picked it right. They're awesome. That's Overreaction Monday, everybody. Well done, sir. Thank you. You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app, on the Odyssey app, on WestwoodOneSports.com, via Westwood One Station Streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports, sponsored by AutoZone. Oh, I've got one more, actually. Oh, oh is that? Oh, I do actually have one more. one more. All right, we'll get one I've more. Got one, I've got an overreaction of my own. Oh, let's do it. Born out of... No, we're going to take a break. We're going to oh. do it when we come back. Ooh. Born out of Cooper, my oh. 11-year-old, asked me a question last night. That sounds like an overreaction, and it may not be. It involves Brock Purdy. No. Oh. Oh. Yeah, baby. Can't get enough of Brock Purdy. You're going to love this conversation we're going to have when we come back. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 
Back here on our terrestrial radio outfit talking on our Roku just moments ago about how, you know, Mahomes was throwing interceptions to keep the the game alive for Denver. And Denver, to its credit, with Russ finding Jerry Judy in the end zone three times, turned two of the interceptions into touchdowns. They didn't settle for field goals. They went for touchdowns and made it a game. And I just keep wondering to myself, Yet again, here I am giving my two unsolicited cents to a guy who's going to the Hall of Fame with a future Hall of Fame quarterback, which we all know Mahomes is. Why don't they just don't? Are they just steadfast against running the football two, three, four times in a row? I mean, is that is mm-hmm. that? I mean, that's all we hear about anybody who, who who has a Chiefs game, national television or or regional, will tell you every time Isaiah Pacheco, their seventh round pick out of. Rutgers carries a football. You will hear from an announcer. Boy, they just love him there. They love him. They love him. They sing their praises. He's 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 got a motor. That's all he does. You know. You hear that story. Andy Reid says, "Well, I'll have what he's having," because right. he comes in and he's nonstop. Well, why don't they use it? Why I I just for the life of me do not understand. Like let him. Like if Mahomes is throwing a couple interceptions, it's fine. It's fine if they just decide to run it for. A, two times, and then give Mahomes a third and makeable. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. It's Mahomes and, you know, you got him, but if he's... Off a little, then... if Or, or trying to force it, you've got a kid who's... Bre- Did you see how they iced the game? Man. <laughs> I mean, that, that's Kyle Brandt material. Run. Yeah, big time. I mean, he run. literally ran with a run yeah. through a wall. So why part. not give him one time? Maybe just pilot it. You know, you, you pilot a show... Pilot in the next four weeks, you're going to win the division anyway. But just three, four, five carries right in a row. Try that in the same way that Keith Olbermann once told me: do an entire segment on a Sports Center without making a joke, then do it two times, <laughs> then do it three times, then you have an entire show where you don't make a joke, and then do that for an entire week, and then you're halfway home to how you should do Sports Center. Right? You know, I enjoyed I, your jokes. By I appreciate the way, that, right? but there were too many of them. He was right. I, was, <laughs> I, I needed I needed that advice. Just pilot it. Pilot it. See how it goes. Do one series where you run it. Him, it's not just that. It doesn't have to be him. McKinnon, right? They have they, they got Melvin Gordon. They, they, they dressed him. Like, they got yeah. him. When, he, when you get Clyde Edwards-Alaire back, try it out. It's kind of the See same questions like. I have about the Chargers, too. Like, what was the stat last night? 79% of their red zone plays are passes. What are we doing? You're in the red zone. Pound the ball and get in the end zone. You don't have to settle for so many field goals or... Think about how many, you know, to go uh, for it or not. Yeah, File is under the category of Titans taking Derrick Henry off the field on third down. Oh, seriously. Because, you know, he doesn't run as many. It, it, Hilliard's a better route runner. You hear that? It's like, what? You need five yards. If you're if it's third and six, let's take Derrick Henry off the field. Really? Because you you give him one touch, he can get you 66. <laughs> right. Also, Rich. You uh, know, so why? Like, I know he can't play every snap. Right. Because he's, you know, he, he takes the beating, but. What are we doing? You yeah. don't have to give him the ball. The fact that he's on the field is going to put eyes Enough. on him. It's going to open someone else. The same up. So reason t- why Reggie Bush wasn't on the field at the end against Texas. Why wasn't he there? Oh, that's right. I mean, yeah. like, just get him out just there. Put just him get out people there. thinking. You, you're going to have to pay attention to him. All right. But anyway, eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial here on the program. Chris, um, Rich, you are in the. Uh, 
parenting father son relationship with your with Cage, Absolutely. who's turning three in in February. You're you are in the phase of when it's time for him to go to sleep. You put him down and you get the hell out of there and Absolutely. seal it off hermetically to make sure he goes to sleep. I'm right? doing my best. A That's, lot of times it ends up with me singing "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star," but yes, I understand. You know how it works. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> with Coop, eleven. Past that singing point? No. Yeah, we are. We're past the singing <laughs> point. It's lights go out, lights go out, and you have a little conversation. You talk about things. Oh, good. And he, you know, on a Sunday, it's like, what happened during the day? Fantasy points, this sort of yeah. thing, and that sort of thing. He asked me a question last night that that hit, it, it, it was like, okay, that's a good question. It is a good question. And it's an overreaction Monday statement, he, a question he asked. Okay. It was a question, not a statement. But he asked me, Dad, can Brock Purdy be Rookie of the Year? And I'm like, ooh, wow. Um, yeah, he can. Damn. I mean, he's a rookie. This is his rookie year. Can he be rookie of the year? And mm. I thought to myself, there's no rules against how many games you have to start, right? It's not like baseball. To be rookie of the year. It actually caused me to get up out of bed, go into the other room to get my phone, and email NFL Network about, I asked, NFL Network research. Okay, because I'm looking at the list now of the yes. last, you know, past rookie of the years, and I feel like a lot of these guys played the full season. Well, I asked, <laughs> yeah. I, I asked, what is the fewest amount of starts? Okay, by an eventual rookie yeah, of the year yeah, winner, yeah. offensive rookie of the year winner. And because, in all honesty, like, name me, who would be, the, like, season ends today, who's the rookie of the year Season ends today. Is it's it kind Kenneth of, Walker? It's kind of I mean, a toss-up. Kenneth Walker, but then he got a late start, too. Uh, but he has actually had kind of a slow last few weeks because he he's been injured. Chris, Garrett Wilson, Jet Garrett Wilson, Chris, and Chris Olave. Garrett Wilson. Uh, offensive. Offensive, yeah. yeah. Right. So, We're talking offensive. It feel like it's kind of a three-horse race. I mean, I can tell you what Vegas thinks. Well, what if Brock Purdy wins out? And it's already Purdy mania right now. Yeah. It is Purdy mania. It's Purdy mania, like mm, to the point sure. where I mean, we even used it moments ago on our on our uh, graphics. We we went curb your enthusiasm, Purdy, Purdy, good, you know. I like it. But the the puns are already like you know when 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 every single update person is now like this is a pretty good throw, boy, everything's looking Purdy in Sanford. Like we get it. It could be it. it you could. The puns are already off the charts. I think we We're coined Purdy Brock Mania. Purdy to me after um, Trey Lance broke his ankle. Brock Purdy to me. I love that. Remember, that was weeks ago. So here we go. The fewest starts by a quarterback who won Offensive Rookie of the Year, 12. Buffalo's Dennis Shaw in 1970. What? Hold on a minute. He set an NFL rookie record with 2,507 passing yards. However, he and, he and with ten touchdowns. However, he threw twenty interceptions and was three eight and one that season and won it. Twenty picks. That's the fewest number. Vince Young and Ben Roethlisberger when they won Rookie of the Year, yeah. offensive Rookie of the Year, obviously they started thirteen games. Alvin Kamara had the fewest for a non quarterback, just three starts, but he played in all sixteen when right. Ingram was, he was starting. Awesome. Yeah. Tony Dorsett had four starts in seventy seven. Miami's Troy Stratford had just five starts in the strike-shortened 87 year. They're the only players to start five or fewer games and win Offensive Rookie of the Year. You want to talk Defensive Rookie of the Year, T. Sizzle had only one start in 2003, but he played in all 16 and had 12 sacks for the 03 Ravens with an interception and four fumble recoveries. 
But Brock Purdy, if he wins out and Purdy mania goes crazy and he wins in places like Seattle and, and, so and, and finishes desert, out. Rich, Brock Purdy is on the board now. He's 25 to 1. You got me thinking. Well, it's not me. It's Coop. Garrett Wilson is your favorite in Vegas. He's plus 175. Christian Watson, we forgot about him. Yes. He's, he's three to one with Kenneth Walker, with, three to with, one. With all due respect, though, I mean, is, like uh, the quarterback of the two. San Francisco 49ers who have a Super Bowl team that he keeps on the tracks and brings into the playoff station as the NFC West winners? I, Rich. Am I, I mean, is this an overreaction or I'm is making, this? I'm, make, I'm making the call. I'm, I'm in on this. You got to give a, I mean, I mean. Does the, would the NFL have a problem if I say give a cut to my 11-year-old? I mean, I wasn't even thinking this. Does Coop want 10%? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'll just win our fantasy league instead. He probably will. I like it. I like where Coop's head's at. This is what he said to me. Dad, can he win Rookie of the Year? And I'm 5-0. Like, and oh. If he's 5-0. and oh, Even 4-1. and one. I want to see 5-0. and oh. He's got a shot, man. You can't sit because no one's run away with it. It's not like, oh, well, he can't no because someone else it. No has been doing it, it since week one. Is totally running away with it. You know? I mean, Garrett Wilson could wind up with a 1,000-yard season mm. very easily. He's been nice. Certainly lately when his quarterback has found him more often than not. But there you go. There's an overreaction question from Cooper Eisen. Wild. Chris Long coming up. Yeah, I'm into this Brock Purdy uh, rookie of the year bet. What if Purdy wins in, in Seattle? How about that? I mean, what I if could, Brock Purdy? See that. Hold on a minute. The look at these the, the, his last games. It's it's against Geno in Seattle. Okay, Purdy versus Heineke. <laughs> hey man, that could be a playoff matchup. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Purdy v Carr, and then Purdy v Kyler. He it. wins those four, which are four winnable games if everyone else stays healthy and there are no more friggin' carts for the 49ers. Come on now. Purdy standing in there in Las Vegas, Nevada. By the way, you want to talk about uh, a test of wills. You want to talk, and, and, and the security departments of both teams will be very tight. Las Vegas, Nevada, that game is after New Year's Eve. Oh. Okay. Jan 1, Las Vegas, Nevada. Here we go. He's standing in there. There's Crosby. There's Chandler Jones coming at him, and he's standing in there, and he's finding everyone for a win, and then completes the sweep of the Arizona Cardinals. 25 to 1, is that what he is right yeah, now? Yeah, 25 to 1. I'm on board for this. You guys want in? Definitely not. I don't know what you're talking about. You definitely not? You said definitely not? <laughs> definitely <laughs> no. not. No one's running away with it. No. Good value, guys. Hey, if somebody, value. It's somebody who threw 20 interceptions and once finished 3-8-1 and one off of 12 starts won this award. Brock Purdy can win it off of five.